0: Alrighty, I want to personally welcome you out today to a brand new episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast. If this is your first time checking the podcast out, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming and downloading the show. Make sure you hit subscribe; that way, you don't miss a single episode. As I'm here every week, showcasing someone, spotlighting something awesome in the Salt Lake City area. My name is Chris Hollifield figured I better introduce myself. I'm the host of the podcast. And today on episode 565, I get a chat with Talon Bazad. This is a fun episode. It's another Instagrammer who uh, does a, a food-related Instagram where he reviews all, all the awesome uh, Salt Lake City area restaurants. You can follow him at SLC Bites. But in this conversation, I mean, we go down some other... Uh, Trails, where we talk about his uh, 10 years as a photographer at Slug and his love of photography, which was really cool. We're going to get into that here in just a minute and talk about all the awesome places uh, to eat here in Salt Lake City. Uh, Before we do that, though, I want to mention I'm a real estate agent here in uh, northern Utah in the Salt Lake City area, Utah County, Davis uh, County. So if you're thinking of moving to one of those areas or possibly just moving across town. Maybe you have some questions about the real estate market, or maybe you know someone who's moving. My number is 801-244-2908. That is my cell phone number. Give me a call. Shoot me a text. Say hello. And even if you're not in the market for real estate, I love to hear from my listeners. So shoot me a text let me know you listen to the podcast. Again, uh, my number is 801-244-2908. Like I said, Talon Bazad is on this episode. He is uh, SLC Bites on Instagram. Such an awesome conversation. I love talking about food. I love talking about the awesome food here in Salt Lake City. So hopefully you guys enjoy this conversation. So let's get into it. Here we go. Let's start. I want to start right off. So it's SLC. Is it? Let me get the correct um, on Instagram so people can make sure to follow you. Uh, While we're listening to the podcast, because chances are they're listening on their um, smartphone, so they can just pull up their Instagram account. It's just SLC underscore bytes uh, on Instagram. And um, I want to dive right into this and kind of find out your story a little bit uh, to let our listeners kind of catch up to where you're at today. So when did you decide to start this Instagram account? Uh, so the idea came roughly i
1: don't even know i'd have to go back and look at my first post but i i want to say it started roughly five years ago i haven't really i wasn't really super active on instagram um as far as like the food and the, and all of that but mainly uh so i've been working with slug magazine as their dedicated food photographer uh for the past 10-ish years um just you know, bouncing around restaurant to restaurant, meeting all sorts of new chefs and just people in the industry. And you know, Slug has always been a great platform to showcase that food. Um, and while I was there, I got the opportunity to try out all sorts of different meals and and food that I just never would have tried you know, otherwise, um, or at the very least would have taken me a, a much longer time to do because getting me out of the house uh, tends to be pretty difficult some days. But yeah, so I, I kind of, uh, you know, I bounced around to a different re- few different restaurants and I thought, you know what, I really want to showcase like what my favorite meals are at these restaurants and just give, you know, recommendations. And I wanted to keep it simple, um, make sure that nobody, and it, like if people come to my page and they they scroll through the feed, they can see a picture of something they like and they can immediately know, you know, if I'm craving a steak, if I'm craving tacos, ramen, whatever it is, they see a photo of that. They can click on it, know exactly where the restaurant is, what the meal consists of, and, you know, help make their choice a little bit easier, I guess, when they're uh, perusing through the menus.
0: Dude, that is awesome. And I had no (laughs) idea. Okay, so you've been a photographer at Slug doing food photography for 10 years, you said, right? Yeah. Then that makes sense why your photos are so beautiful. I mean, that's, that's what really caught me on your Instagram account.
1: Yeah, it's been nice. I mean, um the access and everything with Slug has has made it easier for me to kind of lug all my photography gear into the restaurant because I don't look like any other, you know, Instagrammer that's kind of just sitting down at a table like snapping photos of their food. It's, you know, I bring uh like some really nice lighting setups, you know, we we make a whole show of it when we when we go in and Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, I, like I said, I end up making a lot of great friends through the, through the industry and, you know, they invite me back. I I show back up at their restaurants and, you know, I, I just try to mainly showcase the places that I really enjoy, um, during that time, you know, so everything that is on my Instagram account, it's all food that I've tasted food that I've enjoyed. And, you know, it's, it's really the best of, um, for my own personal experience. So.
0: So when you started this Instagram account, it was, you, you just started it for fun. You didn't have like any big goals with it. You, you weren't like, Oh, I want to become the next big food influencer out there. Right. <laughs> I mean, is that, is that safe yeah. to say?
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think there's enough food influencers out there. Like, <laughs> you know, it's ironic with me saying that and everything, but yeah, I mean, I really have no like big goals or aspirations other than just to kind of help get people in the door for these restaurants i don't make any money off the instagram account i just you know i'm on there just to help you know show people all the food that i've enjoyed and you know the places that i've enjoyed and and get people uh you know seated in these in these places i think you know the the food culture in salt lake is very underrepresented it's kind of this little diamond in the rough and um you know i i'm impartial about it because i in sharing this, I know that these restaurants are going to get busier, but I think, you know, they deserve to, because just some absolutely great people that are behind the scenes running those places.
0: And, and I couldn't agree more. I mean, I, you know, you see so many restaurants going out of business, right? Like they they, they start up and then a year later they go out of business. And I mean, if it's not for people like you that are doing what you're doing, you might help keep a business or a restaurant in business. Yeah. And, you know, that's, it's interesting
1: that you mentioned that because um, that actually was initially part of the reason why I kind of came up with this concept um, in the first place is because on on one shoot with Slug, we went out and we covered this place called North Fork Table and Tavern. It was up in Eden, Utah, a place that I would I've never have driven to. I was going to say I never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was absolutely the most beautiful like location I've ever been to. Some of the best food I've ever had. We have this great salmon there and they did this like charred cauliflower and all this, all this amazing food. And we, we went and covered them and I took these great photos and went and decided, you know, I'm going to share this on this, my, on this Instagram account. And within a month they would, they'd close their doors and it was just, it was, Devastating to me because I thought, you know, nobody's going to be able to get to try this amazing food that I just, you know, I got to try. And we we did this whole featured coverage on them. And I I thought, man, like, what what is stopping these businesses from being able to have more success and get people in the door? And I thought, you know, clearly it was exposure. I think, was, like I said, I never would have gone to Eden otherwise, but I, I quickly wanted to return. But unfortunately, I was unable to. So that's, you know, that's just mainly been my mission with the the Instagram account is just to help these businesses stay afloat. And with everything that's gone on, especially in the last two years, it's, it's been even more important now, I feel like than ever.
0: So what's the hardest part, do you think, uh, with maintaining a food related Instagram account? Uh, I think just consistency
1: and, uh, mainly trying to keep it fresh and original. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm friends with a lot of the other food bloggers and Instagrammers out there, people that have much bigger following than I do. And, and, you know, they're out there hitting the streets every day and, you know, taking all these, all these photos. And lately, my focus has been on trying to find the underdogs in Salt Lake, the people um, that not a lot of people really know about people that are just starting out. Um, You know, I have a lot of admiration for people that are really trying to make a business work from the ground up, um, especially with food businesses because there's so much competition in the valley and as Salt Lake is growing in numbers, I you know, we're seeing a lot more chain restaurants coming in and taking up this retail space and so I'm really trying to put more focus now into into the little guy and trying to make sure that they're they're getting spotlighted. So yeah, I think just originality and just Finding, you know, those little hole in the wall places or places that, you know, can't even afford to pay for a wall yet.
0: So, you know, that, that brings up a, a thought and let me see if I can figure out how to structure this question here. <laughs> is, do you, I mean, cause you visit a lot of restaurants, you visit a lot of eating establishments here in Utah and in Salt Lake city area. I mean, obviously you're going to other towns and cities too, you know, you're talking about Eden and stuff, but mm. do you see like where, what, is there any advice you would give to a restaurant owner that you see might be the downfall of a restaurant going out of business? I mean, is there um, any, you know, of, I, I mean, is it, does that question yeah. make sense? No, absolutely. I, I think, you know,
1: that's a really great question, you know, cause I, I do see, you know, when I go into some of these restaurants, um, you know, especially places that are somewhat newer, you know, I, I've seen this kind of trend in the, in number of restaurants that have have closed down. And I think it's just kind of just the overconfidence in the market and like, just assuming that everybody's just going to come into your door because you're offering whatever the newest, you know, trend is, you know, in the Instagram world or, or whatever. Um, yeah, I think, you know, you just need to, you need to find your, your area of specialty and stick to that, you know, listen to your customers be personable. I mean, I return to restaurants nowadays because, you know, like I said, I make I make a lot of friends at these places, and you know, there's nothing better than going into a restaurant and having people know who you are. I, I know that's seems like an impossible task for many places because you know you see so many people a day, but you know, just letting people feel as though they're valued and you know that that almost like they're part of the family at the restaurant, I think is really what helps people come back and and want to do more. And, And like I said, just trying to, trying to keep it, uh, unique, you know, don't, don't just stick to trends and follow trends on Instagram or, or whatever you're seeing online, like do something that, that really makes you shine personally.
0: And I like that. I like that advice. I mean, I think especially a lot of these smaller mom and pop places, a lot of these, you know, the owners spend some time at your restaurant. If you're not get to know who your customers are, go, go mingle with them, go ask them questions. I mean, that's, I see so often owners of, uh, of establishments, not even spending any time at their business. And it's like, oh, yeah. how do you expect to get to know or find out where you can, you know, where you can change or do something for the better? I don't know. I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, in, in recent news, um, it's just come to mind, Voltaire's Osseria. Uh, one of the you know most yeah. prolific Italian restaurants within Salt Lake I mean unfortunately Voltaire has passed away and you know but the one thing that kept people going to Voltaire's is Voltaire himself I mean he was he was right there tableside when you walk in he was meeting people greeting people he was helping clean tables he was pick, you know making dishes tableside for people I mean that's something that People remember, you know, and that that's his legacy is that, you know, he was somebody that made people feel as though, you know, they were they were important and they were like, you know, they were his friend. They were his family. And that's that's what I think every restaurant needs is is a Voltaire.
0: What do you know now that you wished you would have known when you started this whole project?
1: You know, I, I going into it, I wish I would have known I guess the amount of time and effort that it takes to maintain an Instagram account. I mean it is it is a full-time business um in in many regards. I I try to take it pretty lightly and there's so many places and you know pictures that I want to just get on and and recommend to place to everybody. But unfortunately I have a you know I do have a full-time job outside of my Instagram account and I yeah, I unfortunately just don't have the the time um, to really go and post as much as I'd like to. Uh, but yeah, I think, you know, just kind of building up a consistent following by,
0: you know, just, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure the best way to, to really put it, but yeah. Yeah. No, I got, I got it. Now you mentioned you had another full-time job and we don't need to necessarily get into that, But but do you do photography? Is that kind of, do you do something with photography? I,
1: I don't actually so okay. my my full-time job I actually work as a uh, as a clinical site monitor for uh Huntsman Cancer Institute. So I Oh wow. I help oversee clinical um uh, trials.
0: Okay. Okay. I mean, what got you into photography then?
1: So, I actually was studying photography in college. Um that was initially going to be my major, and I quickly realized that photography was not the most lucrative career, not something you'd uh <laughs> able to necessarily start a family with uh, you know, in the time span that I was looking at. And there was just a lot of dwindling, you know, staff photography jobs and everything. So um I changed my profession in in college. I decided I wanted to go into public health. I wanted to do something that helped people. So yeah, I got a bachelor's degree in public health uh through Westminster. But, you know, during during that time I I spent a lot of time doing photography just kind of like as a side hobby. Um, and I just kind of stuck with it. You know, it's just been a very big passion of mine, um, pretty much my for the last 20 plus years. The photography, I mean, that that kind of comes full circle into how, you know, I landed in uh, in into Slug and doing food photography it was, you know, I was uh, kind of a broke college student, you know, spending paycheck, paycheck, paying for my college and books and tuition and all of that. And so during that time, I just, I really wanted to find a way that I could take my my girlfriend out for a nice dinner and uh yeah and so i ended up finding out that slug had a photography position available and i reached out to them and talked to uh angela brown their uh the lead editor and owner of slug and you know she she offered me a position and i started working for slug they'd they'd send me out to these restaurants and give me gift cards and all of this and i was able to actually go out and you know take my wife out to nice restaurants every now and then and After that, it just kind of stuck. I just fell in love with it and fell in love with meeting people and the whole industry, so
0: that is awesome what do what's the reaction of like your friends or and and whatnot when they find out you're you're like oh you take pictures of your food you know i mean (laughs) i guess that's a little more common these days you know i mean i remember you know a few years back i was taking pictures of food and people kind of you know they poke fun at it there
1: yeah yeah i mean i i always you know think that people imagine me as like that that type of you know instagrammer that's sitting at you know table side with their camera like zoom straight into their food and you know like i said that that's why i enjoy being able to do this under the under the credentials of slug and then you know if restaurants call me and say hey we'd like you to come in and you know take some pictures for our menu online and stuff like that i can do it in a much more professional setting than uh than what i imagine most food instagram photographers look like or at least from what i've seen when i've been in other places so yeah, I mean they're they're pretty excited about it. You know, everybody's always asking me for recommendations and everything and you know, I I just tell them, you know, the best places based on whatever palette or, you know, meal or dish or whatever it is they're looking for, so.
0: Do you, do you get a lot of people reaching out to you on Instagram being asking for recommendations like that? Or I mean a handful? Um, I mean a few, maybe, I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I do get quite a few people that reach out, you know, send me some some DMs and say like, you know, what would you recommend for for sushi or for pizza um, and whatnot, a lot of it, you know, is just like when I'm on on site taking photos too. People, will, you know, wander up to the table and say, "Oh, what is this? What do you recommend?" And yeah, I tell them, you know, "I'll try this, try that." Um, most of the time, I, I mean, I just love talking about food and restaurants so much, so that you know, it, it naturally just comes up in most conversations. I feel like and Yeah, I just end up telling people regardless whether they want to hear it or not. I say, you have to go here and you have to try this dish because if you like sushi or if you like, you know, Argentinian food or seafood or whatever it is, like, these are the best places in my opinion.
0: And you can hear that passion in your voice, you know, you can hear that. And that's why it's like, gosh, it's too bad. I mean, you would you would thrive on this if this was your full-time job though you know what I mean I'm not saying you don't at your other job but 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 I yeah. mean you could definitely tell this is where your passion is but maybe it wouldn't be maybe you wouldn't be as passionate about it if if it was your full-time job because you'd be burned out
1: yeah yeah it's kind of one of those things of like you know it it is uh it is a you know labor of love in in many ways but it's uh you know it's something I try not to take as seriously like i said i don't I don't make any money off it i i honestly just enjoy. You know, I enjoy people trying good food and trying new food and all of this. You know, I mean, I I send people to places. They always ask like, what's your absolute favorite restaurant in the valley? And you know, I tell them, you know, oh, I love Afghan Kitchen, for instance. They're like my top go-to place, and they're like, I've never tried Afghan food. I don't even know what to expect. And I said, just just go. I promise you're gonna love it. And it just it always gets me excited because I follow back up with them and say like, how was it? You know? And they're like, oh, you're absolutely right. Like I. I never imagined that's what Afghan food would taste like, or I, I don't know if I could do this like as a full time gig because I think you, you're right. I probably I might lose as much interest if it if it became like a full time type of job for me.
0: And, and that's actually one of the questions I ask more, you know, here in a little bit is is, uh, I, you know, I'll bring people on the podcast and, and I'll say, hey, what are you know what's one or two of your favorite places to eat in the Salt Lake City uh, Valley? And would you say the Afghan, you said Afghan kitchen, right? Yeah.
1: I mean, would you say that's
0: your favorite? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, as far as like a
1: a meal is concerned, I think Afghan kitchen is just like my top, you know, I mean, not a lot of people would say that. I, I mean, I know Afghan kitchen doesn't, they haven't hit a lot of headlines in Salt Lake, but I always try to point people to them because, you know, one, the food is phenomenal. It's absolutely incredible food. Um, but also just the service. I mean, Wally, the owner, he's just the nicest guy in the world you'll ever meet. And you could just tell that there's just so much love that goes into, into that cooking.
0: Well, now like I, I got to go try it out, man. Yeah. <laughs> what's your, what's your favorite dish there? Do you know off the top of your head? Oh yeah.
1: So my favorite, is uh, he's got this, so he actually has two locations now. Um, both locations have different food, but the my favorite location is off of Main Street and I think it's about 3300 south. Okay. Not quite sure on the uh the exact coordinates, but um he's got this dish called the mixed dashi kebab, which is a it's I, I try to tell people if you've never had Afghan food, imagine it's a mixture of like Middle Eastern food with Indian food, with even like Mexican food, I guess you could say, because the dashi kebab comes out you know, in a presentation, sort of like fajitas, right? So you have, you have beef kebab with chicken kebab with peppers on a cast iron pan. that's just sizzling. And then you have a bed of rice on the side with some garlic naan bread. So
0: she just made me hungry. <laughs>
1: and then there's just this whole tomato sauce that's kind of drizzled in with the meat and peppers. And I mean, it's, it's something absolutely incredible. It's my absolute favorite dish. And I would eat it as every single day if I could, but I know I would gain a lot more weight if I did. So, I have to pace myself.
0: Let's. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and ask. So, I have two other Salt Lake City related questions. I'm just going to go ahead and ask now. Yeah. Um, You know, we have family and friends visit us. They come into town. They fly into town. They're coming from California or the East Coast, wherever, and then they want. You know they want the tour. They, they want you to drive them around and show some of your favorite spots. Right. I mean, where is there, is there one or two places you like to take people? And, and when I say, you know, I say the Valley, I mean, Park City down to, you know, uh, Antelope Island, I don't know where, you know, it doesn't need to be necessarily like downtown Salt Lake or anything. It just, yeah. do you have some favorite places you like to take people in the area?
1: Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting you mentioned that. I mean, we used to, my wife and I, we used to host a uh, a group of people from a nonprofit called Liberty in North Korea. They were, it's a, this, you know, some young kids They would go around the country um, and do different talks at like high schools and everything and talk about the issues in North Korea. And we would always have them stay at our house. Anytime a new group was coming through Salt Lake, we'd have them stay at our house. And like, I always wanted to take them out and show them, you know, everything that Salt Lake had to offer. And, you know, I think Salt Lake just has a lot of misconceptions, especially around like drinking and and our bars and all of that too. So, you know, I, I usually try to take people to at least to like one bar, um, my absolute favorite bar that doesn't feel like a place in Salt Lake is the rest. It is a difficult place to get into, but, um, you know, if, if I can manage the score reservation there, then I love taking people there because it just completely flips what, their perception of utah is on their head everybody's like i did not expect there to be this amazing cocktail bar buried underneath the basement of this bodega (laughs) off of main street yeah um so i love the rest i love taking people you know to to uh proper for breakfast i think they have phenomenal breakfast um yeah i mean it's really hard to say because I, i like to cater mainly to people's whatever their cravings are, you know, and then I, I'd like to throw out a little, you know, a little odd end here and there. Like I said, with Afghan kitchen or, uh, you know, if you've never tried Argentinian food, I Argentinian empanadas, uh, from Argentina's best. I love to send people that way just so they can try something a little unique that's kind of outside their comfort zone. So.
0: What about, would you change anything about Salt Lake city or the, the Valley if you could let's I know that's a big question, and it could be something completely unattainable or completely, you know, possible. Um yeah. is there anything you would change? Yeah, I mean, so much of
1: Salt Lake. I, I feel like, you know, we are a very deep red state, um, oh. as everybody knows. And and Salt Lake is just this this little blue dot in the this sea of red. And I think, you know, that just really highlights the, the overarching issues regarding like, you know, businesses of businesses' abilities to, to really be successful to the degree that they want to be right there. There kind of comes a cap when it comes to like liquor laws and, you know, even just getting into like a brick and mortar space. It, it really, I think the legislator could do a lot more um, to help businesses, especially Local businesses thrive in the valley. We're seeing a massive influx across the entire state with chain restaurants coming in, um, taking up neighborhoods that were once just so, you know, renowned for being local neighborhoods where everybody would go. And, you know, I think of Ninth and Ninth and just how that whole intersection has changed so much just in the last two years, you know, just since COVID. Um, and I think it's just the more I talk to a lot of people that are trying to start out, the that's just the, the consensus that I hear is that they're, they're hitting wall after wall after wall trying to find uh, a place to set up shop. And, you know, I think the legislator needs to step in and, and help, help them do more. And especially when it comes to restaurants and, and bars, I mean, every restaurant knows that if you, you know, you want to have a good, successful restaurant, you have to have, you know, you have to be able to offer alcohol there. And our current caps on the liquor licenses are, are, it's just putting up barriers to them being able to, uh, to achieve that success. So.
0: How can people listening, I know we mentioned your Instagram uh, account at the beginning. Are you on any other social media sites or anything? Um, I'm not, I mean, I, I know there's like TikTok and all
1: of that. I don't really, like I said, I, I don't manage a lot of it too, too much. (laughs) Um, you know I have like a personal instagram account I yeah you know, I actually have like three or four different instagram accounts I I help manage uh one of my friends instagram accounts as well he's starting a gelato business um isn yeah the it's a gelato if anybody's interested it's absolutely the best gelato you're going to find anywhere not not just within salt lake like anywhere period
0: you will have to put me in touch with him so i can bring him on the podcast
1: yeah he it's it's phenomenal and um, he's right now like i said we, we talk about local small businesses he's only six months old at this point <laughs> with his business he's just been doing stuff at the farmer's market and yeah i've just been trying to dedicate as much of my free time as i can to helping him kind of get off his uh, like get on his feet and get established so um yeah so i i help him manage his instagram account but beyond that i don't really do much uh throughout social media. I don't have, I have like Facebook pages for my photography business. Um, I have an Instagram account for my photography business because I do portraits and weddings and events and all that other stuff. But um, as far as food is concerned, SLC bites is the, the go-to place on Instagram.
0: So go to SLC bites, send you a message, say, Hey, I heard you on I am self. Like, I love the episode, right? Yeah. But how can people, okay. So, I mean, let's talk, I mean, how can people hire you as a photographer? I mean, you said you do weddings and portraits and all of that. I mean Yeah. If they wanted to do that.
1: Yeah. So um as far as like hiring me, you know, that is something like I, I said, I do actually work with a lot of local businesses to set up pictures for their menus, um, take photos for their online like their websites online. Uh so my my website to actually set, uh reached out to me is Talon Bizad. It's T-A-L-Y-N-B-E-H-Z-A-D dot com. And yeah, that's usually the best place. I mean, that's where I have my whole portfolio for weddings, portraits, headshots. Um, you know, you can reach out to me if you're interested in having food photos taken for your business, getting your, uh, yeah, getting your menu items just kind of showcased in the best light.
0: Anything you want to add before we, uh, completely wrap this episode up? I appreciate you taking some time out of your evening to chat with me and you know, kind of share with my listeners a little bit about what's going on with your Instagram. We'll have to, you know, I know we just skimmed the surface, but we'll have to bring you back through, you know, and uh, get more in depth on some of this delicious food in Salt Lake. But uh, anything you want to make sure to add? I
1: mean, like I said, I, I would just absolutely love for people to reach out. I mean, my, one of my biggest passions is just, you know, sharing food and sharing everything that Salt Lake has to offer. So I think just reach out. I mean, if, if anybody's craving a particular dish or anything like that, I'm I'm always happy to to give a great recommendation on on where you should go for whether it's pizza or whatever it may be. Pizza, ramen, sushi, cookies, even if you're looking for a good drink, I have a thousand bars I could recommend to, to go and
0: enjoy a good night. So all right. I want to thank Talon Bazad again for joining me on this episode of the podcast. Again, go follow him, SLC underscore bites on Instagram. You're going to love these photos he takes. You're going to love these reviews of these restaurants in Salt Lake City. Uh, go follow him and send him a message. Say, hey, I heard you on I Am Salt Lake um, and say hello. I mean, what's the point of this podcast if we don't uh, network and and you know talk to each other and become friends? I mean, that's That's what this is all about. You guys. Hey, I've been doing this podcast for 10 years now. I got a back catalog of episodes that I cannot urge you enough to go dig into and go, go check out some of these conversations. You guys, I, every week I chat with somebody new and, and I put a lot of time and effort into these podcasts and it would mean the world to me if you'd go listen to some of the back episodes. So, so go check them out. Make sure you're subscribed that way All the podcasts get sent right to your uh, podcast app, whatever you listen to podcasts in, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is. And uh, I'm here every week. So uh, like I said, I'm a real estate agent. So if you guys got any real estate related questions, if you're thinking of moving to town, if you're thinking of moving across town, I would love to chat and uh, tell you what your options are and uh, help you out. My cell phone number is 801-244-2908. Shoot me a text. Give me a call and let's communicate, you guys. All right, you guys have a great week, and we'll chat with you on the next episode of I Am Salt Lake Podcast. Bye now.